Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, fucking Phoenix from the Flames. We're back. We're back. Welcome to episode 22... 23. 23, I think. Don't ask me. I think we're 23. It's episode 23 of the Attacking Scrum podcast... It's really late. I have been sat in this bloody office for ages waiting for Dan Killick to arrive, but once again, he's working on Killick meantime, isn't he? Problems on the train, the tube, the buses, my timing. Excuses. Heard it all before, mate. You're the Rob Howley of podcasts. That's what what you are, mate. That's what you've become. (laughs) I'm hunched over, looking defeatist. Exactly. Stick that, stick the chest out, get the shoulders back. I'm a beaten man here. Yeah, well, I think you and me both yeah. actually, because it is it is quite late, and we're uh, we're tucking into a couple of beers. But that also means that it's time for us to have a chat about the Lions, which is something we've been holding off doing Thanks. for quite a while, actually. Thanks as well for leaving a uh, a, a glass, a lovely Cronenberg mm. with the with the, uh, with a cap on it, with well, no with no bottle opener. Do you know so what I mean? Just stare at it. You chuck a, you chuck a dog a bone. <laughs> I'm grateful. It's a lovely looking well, it glass. Doesn't, it doesn't sound like it. You know, you turn up here two hours after what you'd normally turn up on a Thursday, and uh, and I managed to open it for you, haven't I? Eventually. Yeah, it just took a little just, bit long. Yeah, just watch your um, watch out for any bits of glass. fragments of glass there yeah. in your lip. You know, you'll be all right. No, I'm grateful. Cheers. Excited about the Lions? I'm excited about the Lions. Yeah. Mm. There won't be many of our boys going, though. There. Well, this is this is what we want to get to the bottom of. Really, is we're kind of used to seeing lots of. Welsh players playing for the Lions but um, you get the feeling that there's not going to be that many this time round. so over the course of the next uh, the next half an hour or so we're going to be having a chat through which players we think will make the, will make the play into New Zealand which players won't most importantly kind of you know looking at this through a Welsh lens which players are suffering as a result of of the Welsh team rather than kind of through any fault of their own. So we'll have a kind of um, a look through that too. 
As always at this point though, we ask you to uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you can. Um, we'll be kind of chucking out a few reviews in part two. And also let us know what you think on Twitter at Attacking Scrum or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Attacking Scrum. Well, I can see Dan scribbling furiously here as he tries to, uh, trying to, to, ca- to pick his side. Trying to make a few notes. You, you, yours is looking like Bill McLaren's sheet there. No, not quite. Only compared to you, just because you've got, I mean, what is this? On the back of it. Oh, you yeah. bought the rugby paper on yeah, the way over, have you? I read it, but yeah. I was going to say, I thought it was like a copy of the Metro. You were trying to do a giant Sudoku on the way, uh, on the way over here. No, no, maths isn't my strong point. Mm, right, okay. It's about as bad as my timekeeping. Well, talking of maths, let, yeah, nothing's as bad as your timekeeping. Talking of maths, though, one thing that's normally a, a high number is the number of Wales players on a on a Lions tour. Certainly in recent in recent times. Quick bit of a uh, quick bit of trivia for you. Oh, how many, we're not going to hear a stat, are we? No, I'm going to ask you for a for a numerical answer. How many Welsh players? went on the Lions tour in 2013. So at the end of it, how many players had pulled on a a, uh, a Lions jersey? Can I have a clue? I don't have a clue. No, of course you can't have a clue. 12? 16, actually. 16? Yeah, by the time the tour was up, I mean, I don't know if you remember Shane having to... Yeah. I, yeah. was, uh, I was working at Talk Sport at the time. Yeah. That was my job, and he was heading over there to commentate for Talk Sport on the, what would have been... Second test, maybe maybe the first yeah. test actually. Yeah, I think it must have been the first test. Yeah. And yeah, apparently he had a a voicemail by the time he'd landed, saying uh, from Warren Gatland saying, "Right, I hope you brought your boots with you." Really? And yeah, and so he, he laced up his boots. Had right. he had he had he taken his boots over, or did he have to pick up some togs over there? Don't know. Yeah. Not not entirely sure on that part of the story, but you know, nonetheless, six so sixteen players, you know, and as we all know, a, a hell of a lot number. played in the yeah. um, in that final test. Um, 2009. How many how many players do you reckon featured? How many Welsh players do you reckon featured on that 2009 tour? Twelve. I was actually 15 by the end of that tour. So that's a lot. As well. you know, that's two tours. That yeah, 2013 tour was well, yeah. was kind of synonymous for um, having a lot of Welsh players yeah. on it. But you know, 2009 wasn't 14, a million miles off, basically, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Another bit of trivia for you, Dan. Seeing as you're, uh, you know, looking on top form at the moment. Give me five players who played in the five Welsh players who played in the two thousand and nine tour. Don't have to have played a test, but you've got thirty seconds starting there. Five players in two thousand and nine. It's five seconds down. Oh, two thousand and nine. Jeez, I can barely remember my own name at the moment. I'll give you a clue. There was no Welsh front row played in the test. Adam Jones, Gethin, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, What's his name from the Blues? Um, I can't remember his bloody name now. That's not helping me. I was, I was making, <laughs> I was making a, a smiling gesture. Smiler, Matthew Rees. Matthew Rees, jeez, yeah. And that's that's a pretty pretty poor show that you couldn't name. Yeah, no, I, I genuinely, I'm I'm half asleep. Yeah. Mm, I know, no, I can tell. In fact, I'm not even going to ask you about 2013. Let's cut to the no, chase no, no, then, no. right? Don't ask me anything. No, let's cut to the chase. So, right, looking ahead to the Lions. You know, I, we're going to go into this in plenty more detail. We've got a number of podcasts over the next, you know, over the next few weeks that we're going to be milking the lion's cow dry. In fact, can you milk a lion? I don't know. A lion? Oh, yeah. Do lions have milk? Do lionesses have milk? I don't know. Probably. All right, let's just not get into that. It's getting quite graphic. Um, 
So yeah, we're going to go into a little more detail about that. But what we wanted to do tonight was have a look and see, with Wales being in such poor form at the moment, is that going to damage the chances of of players that you know you would otherwise have expected to go on the tour? So, I mean, so let's we start with a kind of positive, Dan. I mean, it's not often we do that from players wise at the moment. Yeah. So I mean, who's yeah. which Welsh players have impressed you, and you think will you know have have done their lines cause no harm. Webby, Webby's playing very well, isn't he? He's had every game he's he's played in, he's been uh, top notch for me. Um, so yeah, I think he had a, I think he had a slight rough patch against Italy at the start of the second half, but other than that, he's been absolutely terrific. Yeah, so he's there at the moment, isn't he? Um, oh, you'll definitely go. I mean, to be in my opinion, I think he's the best scrum half in Northern Hemisphere, and not many people agree with me because they all think it's Conor yeah, Murray. But a lot of people tip. Yeah, tip for me, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade Conor Murray for for Reece Webb. Any any day of the week. No, I, I'm the same. I'd go with Webb as well, mm. um, and have uh, have Murray on the bench. Good thing it's a totally different players, aren't they? They are, yeah. Um, Warburton, yeah, is playing very well. Oh yeah, in fact, he's probably enhanced his claim. Yeah. He's playing for Wales, given that all the chat at yeah. the start of the tournament was about how he was in very commas out of form. The thing is, when when we when we go through these players now, there are a number of a number of players have been winning their individual battles, haven't they? In in parts of the game, we just mm. haven't had a complete. We haven't had a complete eighty-minute performance, have we? Which is a difficult one for Gatland, isn't it? Because he knows it these is. players really well. Yeah, and they're going to be they're going to be mixing in with other quality players. Yeah. So there's more to it than just if we lost. Yeah, you know, if we lost every game, for instance, there still will be a percentage of Welsh players that will go. In my opinion. Okay. Um, who, who else is Who else has impressed you? I think Tipperick has has impressed as well. Hmm. Um. Moriarty offers something different, doesn't he? Well, he does, but at the same time, there's a lot of crash bang wallop six eights knocking yeah. around the other nations. You know, Billy Vanapola is coming back to fitness now. He hasn't really played, but then CJ Stander has been brilliant for Ireland. He's lip will always be there or thereabouts. You've then got, you know, you, you've got um, kind of Toby coming back into back into Wales selection at some point. I I think Moriarty's been fantastic, but I don't know that it's a you know, a lot of people are saying he's nailed on to start the first test after that Wales game, after the Wales England game. But Yeah, it's a, it's a ridiculous call, mm, isn't it? I think you know, I I'd take him certainly. I think he's I think he's grown brilliantly. But yeah, you you're right, he's definitely impressed. Yeah. Alan Wynne Jones is he's always going to be there or thereabouts, but I don't think he's um I think he's enhanced his position there. Well this is the case in point, in fact, that this is a guy who, prior to the Six Nations, was all but nailed on to, to captain the Lions. Mm. And all, well, not all of a sudden, but you look at it now as we're two games to go. He's, I wouldn't say he's enhanced his reputation, would you? No, he hasn't enhanced, no. I mean, a, lot, a lot's going to rest on these, these last two games now. And um, he's going to have to go up, go up a few levels, isn't he? And there's going to be... A big, big test coming on Friday, isn't there? In um, when he's up against uh, Toner, who rarely has a bad game, does he? He's um, he's an awkward-looking chap, isn't he? Doesn't he quite is, look he like, is awkward. Uh, well, I mean, doesn't we'll, look like a player, does he? <laughs> no, but he, he goes well. Puts in everything, doesn't he? We'll preview uh, Wales versus Ireland in the, in the second half of the of the podcast. But yeah, you're right. I think Alan Jones has got a lot of work to do. I, you know, he'll go. He'll go on that tour, yeah. no doubt. But he is a player for me that is suffering off the back of Wales's poor form and Wales's lack of management from the top down 
because this is a guy who everyone assumed was a brilliant captain. You know, everyone at the Os base speaks very highly of him. Everyone who's played with him at Wales holds him in hugely high regard. In fact, he's a player that is almost illegal to criticise in the Welsh press. Yeah. But personally, I think he's played okay. You know, there's been points where he's played really well. I think generally he's played okay. I think there's been a lot of other second rows who've, who've played better than him. But the captaincy is the big bit. You know, we spoke last week about the kick gate stuff. And the week, you know, or two weeks before that, we spoke about a similar decision against against England. None of that stuff is is helping. No, no, it's not. He's yeah, he's probably rocked back. Um, he's probably rocked back a little bit, isn't he? From where he was, he's he's, he's a great player, though, isn't he? And when when we if we look back and analyse his performances, he, he has given mm. there has been some some monumental play, plays from him. And we know he can um, take it to the next level. Yeah. You know, I think the Gray brothers at, at Scotland are playing really well, in particular Johnny Gray. But at the same time. You look at it and go, right, well, we know when Alan Wynne Jones plays at his absolute best. He's got almost like that O'Connell style yeah. of. It's that hard edge to him as mm. well, isn't he? He's, been, he's, he's experienced as well, isn't he? Yeah. And um, yeah, I think, I think he'll definitely go. I'd be mighty surprised mm. if he didn't. I do, yeah, I don't think he'll miss out. And it's and 100%, it's 100% the right yeah. choice to take him. Captaincy, I think, is, is another debate for another Cap- time. Yeah, captaincy's up in the air. And then, you, you know, obviously, you've, you've got then, yeah, they're going to pick a, a captain. That's uh, like a touring captain, or are they going to, you know, pick someone out and out from the beginning? So we'll have to we'll have to see. Yeah, because your, cap- be your captain, your captain's got to start, hasn't he? You, of course. So and he's so up in the air. Do you want to hear my thoughts on this? Want I'm a bit reluctant to say it, and now I need to put a bet on straight after this podcast before we publish it, just to make sure that you know the thousands upon thousands of people who listen to this podcast aren't going to go and change the betting market. I think Sam Warburton's going to captain the Lions. You you heard that of me, didn't you? Did I? Well, wasn't it a couple of weeks back? No, you said he'd be player of the tournament. And wouldn't be surprised if he'd be Lions captain. Oh, Dan, I don't listen to all of the podcasts back. I can't take on board everything it's you said. It's only a bit I've said in, in months. Did you actually say that? Yeah. All oh, yeah. right, I'll have a listen back. Yeah. Jeez, I thought I was on for a... I thought it was on for a real exclusive there. You'll have to listen very closely, oh, though. I will listen. I didn't. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Just in, just in case it's yeah. inaudible because yeah. you've got uh, you've I whispered it. lost your phone or you've got another yeah. bottle of Peroni. It was off air. Knocking around. Oh, or it was off air. But, though, no, I believe I, with yeah. certain bookmakers it's 20 to 1. Really? It's fantastic odds. Because, I mean, you know, there's a lot of question marks over Alan Jones. He yeah. might still lead them. Hartley... In my opinion, he'll be lucky to get on the bloody plane. Well, if you look, there's not many out. There's not many people he's competing against. It's an out and out seven. Mm. I, I, so, without doubt, he's in that hundred percent the best number seven mm. in the northern hemisphere. Mm. Hands and he's down, gone, and he's gone really well. He's gone I, really well in this tournament in a in a yeah. Wales side that's going backwards. And he's speaking. at his best, he's gone toe to toe with McCaw, with Pocock, with Hooper. Yeah. With um, oh, South African real bastard, what's his name? I can't, I can't think of any names today, so <laughs> you're on your own. Um, with Shout Berger, another South African bastard back row, I can't remember his name. Uh, Bath, Francois Lowe. Oh, Lowe, yeah. He's, you know, he's gone, he's gone yeah. to with all of these people, and yeah, and it's also the way he's not... taught, also the way he's, taught, he's speaking to the press. There's something really refreshing mm. about him, he's, he's got a bit of zip. He put a bit of zip in his voice, and I don't know. I'm almost seeing him in a new light as, as 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 how good a captain he you know he was and is. Do we need to give uh, Rob Haley a bit of credit for this then? For you know, kind of giving Alan Wynne Jones the captaincy duties to to free up 
Sam Warburton. Yeah, we do. You know, we're not, nobody's given him a lot of. Uh, there's not a lot of things positive that can be said about about him at the moment, is there? But uh, if it, if it, if it was him, and I know you're. You believe it was he was well, captain was taken off him or I, I personally that's why um, yeah. then yeah excellent uh, man management if that if that did happen yeah maybe I know you you don't like it when I when he gets praised but no well, no look, you, I'm you, I'm got... I'm honest enough to say look if yeah. he's done something right then yeah, I'll we should... then I'll say then I'll say he will have you know then I'll give him the the credit I don't know I wonder with that I I, I do look at it and just think okay if he's because in my opinion he's he's um, had the captaincy taken off him. And I wonder whether he's kind of really come out and, and shown his colours and wanted to prove himself as a as a captain as much as anything else. You know, the way he's speaking is like the Sam of 2011. Mm. It's one of the few good things about any press conferences because Alan Jones looks a bit burdened by it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Which you would never have expected of a guy. You know, this guy's like a... But he's sort of always... He's such a talent. He's man. niggly, he's prickly, he's, yeah. he's always like that, isn't That's he? That's true. Um, Sam just seems, even though we're, we're losing, he seems, to, he seems to be enjoying the interviews. Um, yeah, I, it's, I don't know, I've seen a slightly different, different, different side to him. I think he, he probably secretly fancies himself as captain. Mm. Um, he knows Gatland, they can, they can work well together. And if anyone's going to be a shoe-in... Well, I we, think we would say he's he's, he's, a, certain, he's a certain that second. You need someone who's guaranteed to start, and who, how many guaranteed starters are there for the Lions? I'd say him. I'd say Owen Farrell is a guaranteed starter here at ten or twelve. Yep. Anyone else you immediately look at? Well, Murray, I suppose. Not not in our eyes, mm. but Murray at Murray at nine, probably. Um, that's. God, I mean, there's, there's a lot of competition in the, in the second front row. row. There's lots of competition. A lot of competition in the back row. row. Yeah. You never want an outside back leading the side, really, do you? Not really. They always tend. To, it always tends to be a forward, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and the backs is backs is pretty open as well. Yeah. So he's he's right up there. There you go. Twenty to one. If he can still get those odds, I would strongly recommend. Yeah. You go out and get them. Do you have an online account? I've got several online accounts. Yeah, you're big better. You what? You big better then? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Fact, that's a good good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I reckon that you know. Usual health warnings apply. Of course. You know, and you bet what you can afford to lose. But I think, yeah, 20 to 1, that's got, that's got to be worth a little tickle. Right. So let's go on to the big, the big kind of um, thing that I teased at the start. Has anyone been damaged by Wales's form? So I'm going to fire a few players at you and say whether they have suffered as a result of Wales's form, whether you think they'll still make the play. And tell me what you think about, about some of these players. I start with George North. Has he suffered as a result of Wales's poor form? Yeah, and he suffered. He suffered as a result of his poor form. Mm. Um, in my eyes, he hasn't played well, as you know, for quite some time. Yeah, he's been right off song, probably you know best part of a year. Um, he did play well. He did play well in New Zealand. It was only the first test, wasn't it? He only got yeah. three. Yeah, but and he, he, did, did, he showed you he know, did. some glimpses of the, the yeah. north of old. Yeah, he did play well there. Um, but I, he's not on that. He's not on that plane at the moment. I, th- I think I really he'll go. Think... I think he'll go just because Gatlin will look at him and see that he needs a freak of nature. That North is, and having six weeks, you know, a six-week tour, having time to play him a little bit into form, which is a dangerous thing to do. Yeah. You know, I remember Shane going in two thousand nine. He was, you know, he's not in great form, having the year before been Player of the Year. 
and they tried desperately. They gave him numerous opportunities, and then well, they, start, does, they started Hugo Monia in the first test. Yeah. Well, Gallen does tend to do that, doesn't he? As as Howley, we've seen he given you know giving the players uh, chance after chance mm. after chance. So. If, yeah, if he does go, it'll be off the back of what he has done previously, and he does offer something different when he's firing because, as you pointed out, he is a lump. You know, he's a big, big man, isn't he? So I think I said freak of nature. Actually, it was a bit different to a lump. You know, I think. Well, I don't know which one's worse. Scott Andrews is a lump. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a freak of nature. I also wouldn't call him a lump because I'd be terrified of him because yeah. he's a professional rugby player and he's a damn sight harder than me. But <laughs> um, all right, another player in a similar kind of bracket to North, I would say Lee Halfpenny. Has he been damaged by Welsh form? Has he been damaged by his own form? What's the crack with Halfpenny? A bit of both with him, really. His his own form, it's, it's, it's been up and down, isn't it? Um, I still think there's a very, very... I think I think he'll go. Um, because I'm really not sure. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I look at it and think, right, Hogs on that tour. Liam Williams will cover 15 and wing. Well, for, yeah, but Gatton. would you take I, the only thing I think that might get him on the plane at the moment? You know, he might have a blinding two games. Who knows? But the only thing I think gets him on the plane at the moment is his goal kicking. I think he'll definitely go because his goal kicking and the fact that if Gatland is picking him um, at, full, at, uh, at fullback over over Liam Williams because he, him, and Howley mm. have tended it up for that. That they must they must hold him right up there. They love his positional play, don't they? The way he gathers, he's very very safe. Um, I think you know Gatland will be wanting that from from a fullback over uh, certainly over in New Zealand. Yeah, so maybe. for me, for me, he's he's going. I don't know. Yeah, I I wonder and think. You know, all the chat has been that you need you're going to need to score tries against New Zealand, right? You see, need to score a lot of points to come out on top in one of these Test matches. Now, of course, Halfpenny will give you points from the boot. But at the moment, the last couple of years, he has not looked like a counter-attacking fullback that is going to do that for you. And I think you're going to need exciting backs across the board. Mm. But Gallon doesn't go for... But he's, I think we, he's going to have to. I think he's got... going to have to. He doesn't do it with Wales because he knows he's got... I, think, I don't think he looks at those players and thinks that they can play an expansive game of rugby. You know, expansive brand of rugby. Yeah. I think with England back on, you know, admittedly I've not been that impressed with England, it's hard to not be impressed by the number of games they've won. You know, with them kind of being a force in world rugby again, um, with Ireland beating New Zealand last year and their players coming back into contention, I think you'll look at this and go, okay, actually I don't need to be as reliant on the Welsh, as, on the Welsh players as I was before, which in 2013 he was yeah I agree with you in that sense that I don't I don't think as many Welsh players will go as we've seen in the in the in the previous years but Halfpenny he's a big fan of Halfpenny he, mm. he, you, you generally know what you're getting from him he's so consistent if you look back over the last seven years he, he barely makes an error you know we saw those last two errors mm. and his head went but he, he he won't make those those same two errors again but you also look at his first four five years in the jersey and he scored a lot of tries. You know, he was yeah, he, a really he was reliable finisher. Changed, and, and do you know, I just remember him being absolutely rapid. And you don't watch Lee Halfpenny now and think, oh, he's amazingly quick. Which again, I think is, you know, he's suffering from being out of form and being a bit low on confidence. Mm. Well, I think even when he was when he was in confidence, I think he was being told, certainly going mm. back a few years, what 
where you know where to play in what position you know in what what area of the pitch because almost his first instinct in in certain areas is is he's yeah he's putting boots ball and it doesn't matter whether he's up against a prop or a you know or a second row he's kicking it and he could easily dance around them mm. and then kick it or, or well, run it or see what's on or you know the um, the half penny of old which used to be beat them readjust his scrum cap and carry on running twenty adjustment yards. didn't he but but Gatlin, I miss that though. I miss that side of halfpenny. It yeah. feels like that's been drummed out of it. But we do, don't we? We're Welsh. We love it. You know, we love the open running, you know, running play as 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 well, the vast majority of people certainly do now. But Gatlin likes he obviously likes a very very steady, consistent percentage fullback because he's you know he must be part of the reason why um, halfpenny isn't running. I mean, everyone loves to run with the ball. Surely mm-hmm. he'd you know he'd love to have a pop. But he every single time without fail, pretty much, it's it's uh, the ball on the laces. Yeah, it is really. Right, moving on a little bit. These are the players I think that are, that are going to suffer from Wales being out of form. I think it's the players like Rob Evans, Samson Lee. These kind of players who are looking very good for their club, and not just at Pro Twelve level, but were looking very good for their club in Europe. Mm. They're the players I think will be in danger of of missing out. Because they will look at it and go, okay, actually, you know, can you take a player who's who's not looking hot quite up to scratch? Yeah, always blowing a little bit hot and cold. Yeah, they, you're someone like Rob Evans. Yeah, Rob, Rob Evans, Evans looked, looked brilliant for Scarlets in, he, the, in the lead up to Six Nations. Yeah, he did. But it's it's, it's it's club rugby, isn't it? And they would have he would have needed probably to go well in almost every game to be to be a bit of a, a bit of a wild card, wouldn't he? Do you think? I think. Is yeah, prop? I, I mean, is Rob Evans far? Inferior to Joe Marler, I don't. Well, I don't think he is. The Scots boys, you know, the um, who's the Scott loose head who's injured? Dickinson's injured. Again, is Robbins that far away from him? Well, Scrummaging wise, probably want all scrum, round game. And they're going to want, you know, they're going to want a really, really tight, tight front row, which is you know good, good, good scrummaging. And um, then if they're offering, they need to offer. A, the thing is, they need to offer a bit around the park as mm. well, don't they? Which is where we typically struggle. But you know, you look at that. It's got to be a lot of the Irish boys, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. In, yeah. in, in there, Rob Evan. Yeah, I think McGrath, McGrath, and Vunapola are the two yeah. loose heads. I look at and go, okay, cool, they're nailed on. After that, I think it's up for grabs. You, you might, might get say. in. Yeah, you might. You might. Well, no, no. I think I think it would be up for grabs. I don't. I, at the moment, there's no way he'll go. Yeah. I think Gethin's got more chance of going than Rob Evans at the moment. Yeah. Well, they'll be looking at. They'd be drilling down exactly what everyone can bring, won't they? And they'll want something slightly different. He is he is great great around the park, isn't he? Mm. But his scrummaging just isn't good enough. And if he's getting pinged over there, then they always take the points. Yeah, he's he's probably not there at the moment, is he? But I'd love to see him go. What about then players like Luke Charteris and Toby Falatau, who yeah. have come back from injury? Yeah, I actually think. Charles- do you think? Do you think they're both nailed on to go? No. I don't think I think yeah Toby Falatau is it will go okay it doesn't matter whether he plays whether he doesn't play again in the Six Nations he'll go um, Charteris I I I think he he might he might sneak on because he's so when he's come on for us mm-hmm. isn't he he's he's an absolute nuisance and he's he do a job he do a job over there I think he's quite far down the pecking order though yeah he would, if you would go Itoji Launchbury. Cruz, we haven't even mentioned. Yeah, who's you know who's been missing a lot of this season. Alan Jones, 
He will be. And if we, if you ask people in the street, not a lot of people the gray mention bro- him, The Grey brothers. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm up to about seven seven players there, I think. But what he does, there's quite a few players that are very, very similar true, yeah, yeah. in that in that, in that, that moment. Mm. You've got to have some... We've got to pick pe- people to go over to New Zealand that can offer different things. No, that's a good point. Now, whether or not Gatland will do that, I don't know, but I think he will. And I think we'll see a few surprises. Okay. And it may even be people that are on the fringes for... For you know, for Scotland, for Ireland, for England, that aren't you know necessarily starters. Well, this is it. It's not about picking the no. the best, you know, necessarily the best players in their position because you need a balance. Yeah. But what I would say is, have you know, have Toby and Charteris suffered from Wales being out of form? Will that damage their stock? I don't think it will in this because they they this fitness wise. They've been struggling, and they haven't really. Do you think injury is the bigger concern yeah. rather than? It's, 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 in, it's injury for them, isn't it? So, um, we don't have Toby is there because he's just he's just quality, isn't he? Mm. And he'll he'll get better and better and better with a bit of uh, with a bit with more fitness. And yeah, I just got a sneaky feeling with charts. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, what what I would say then is something that we kind of come back to quite a lot, particularly with you know kind of the last few months under Hangley's stewardship. Is Gatland going over and, and coaching the Lions? Has that damaged, you know, my, my opinion on it is it's damaged Wales quite clearly. I think most people's opinion would be that. But has it damaged the Lions' chances by weakening Wales as well? Has, has Warren Gatland leaving Wales damaged the Lions' chances because it's left one of the home nations we a bit rudderless, yeah? Yes, that's a it's a tough it's a tough but good question, isn't it? I mean, we've a number of the players have played well in the six in the Six Nations. We just haven't had everyone. We, not every, we've had a number of sort of poor performances, haven't we? But then we've also had a, some some great performances as well. So I think for me, a lot of the players that I feel or felt as if were, were probably eschewing or were likely to go on the trip are still there in my eyes as probably going. It's the chaps that are that are on the fringes, like you said, your Rob Evanses, your Samson, you know, your Samson Lees. Um, some we haven't mentioned is Ken Owens. I think mm. he's done a, he's done he's done a great job. Yeah, I do. Um, it's those, you know, your, your Scott, you know, Scott Williams, um, those types of boys that because we haven't been winning, I think Scott will miss it, out as a result. Yeah, of that, it's yeah. it's and if we were winning all the games, he'd, he'd probably have a very good chance of going, but. Because we're not, it's very difficult. Because Gatlin's also got a, he's got to justify answering. You know, why have you mm. picked this person? And there's there's a lot of pressure. There is a bit of politics that comes mm. into it as well. He knows that if he picks if he picks Welsh, you know, too many Welsh players, you know, the media are going to go wild over it. And why is he picking this person? And why is he picking that person? And um, but then he's also got to coach these players when he comes back. You know, if he does, if Scott Williams has a blind in the next two games and he doesn't go, yeah. How is he? And, you know, we said the same thing last week. How is he going to turn up and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, Scott, you're my starting twelve. You're you're my um, second playmaker. You're the one I want to to get the backs ticking." But it's they also a difficult see, conversation. Yeah, it is a difficult conversation. I do, he, he doesn't he doesn't strike me as he doesn't shy away from those. Does he? And he's he's obviously has the he's done a fantastic job with the Welsh team for many many years. And he they obviously respect him. So they're probably like, "Well, we don't know where we stand always with Gatland. We know that he backs the players." And he, he does give them these chances, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. But I think they they know they certainly know his boss with him. He, he he rules the roost, doesn't he? Okay, then just to wrap up, we'll have a look kind of outside of outside of Wales for a bit. 
Who are the players who've kind of impressed you from the other home nations? Murray. I think he's been been very, very good. He um he doesn't only play for himself, does he brings in he brings the best out of Ireland. And I think if he wasn't playing, they'd be a very, very different side. Yeah, I think it probably would. Um, I don't know who would come in at nine for them, Peter Stringer maybe. <laughs> he's still he's still so he's fit, still, isn't yeah. he? He's a small man. Um Sexton, obviously on last week's performance, he, he looked very, very good, didn't mm-hmm. he? Um, so he's been he's been impressive. Um, Gary Ringrose. Okay, I think he's been hot and cold, but he's got bags of potential. Yeah, he, he has be, he has blown hot and cold. He's but, the kind of player I could see bolting because Ireland yeah. have got better in the tournament. Yeah, and I could see a player like Scott Williams, maybe dare I say it, Jonathan Davis missing out. Yeah, because I could see that. Yeah, I mean, he, at the moment I wouldn't take Jonathan Davis, but that's another. No. That's another story. Did you see a uh, thing on BBC when his his brother texted him about about um, toe feet? Yeah, the yeah. incredible, <laughs> brilliant. Probably lightened the whole thing up for him, didn't it? Um, but Ringo, yeah, he has been awkward, But what he, when he's done, he has shown bits mm. of brilliance, isn't he? Some of his defensive work has been brilliant. Then he's then he's lapsed a little bit. But, um, yeah, what about what about yourself? Are you? Uh, I would say, although he has been a bit shaky in defence, Stuart Hogg has been terrific I think if Stuart Hogg was a Southern Hemisphere player we would all be sat up here saying he's amazing you know Toulon or Bath or one of the big playing uh, the big paying sides need to sign him I think Stuart Hogg has been terrifying for defences and for that reason I'd you know I'd I'd definitely get him get him on that plane I've been really impressed with him what about his defence though do you know what what about Shane's defence when he first got in the side? You know, I think and I, he's a fullback though, isn't he? Yeah, he is a fullback. Yeah. He is a fullback, but just get him on the tour. You know, do you want that or do you want Mike Brown, whose defensive position is probably a bit better, but he's never he hasn't passed the ball in eight years? Uh, he, for me, I would take Hogg, and I think he stands a damn good chance of starting for the Lions. I think he'll definitely go, but I'm going to say that um, I think with the way Warren thinks. Mm. He'll be a little bit concerned about him, you know, when he runs on the lateral. Yeah. Or he can he can be caught and exposed, and if he's going to be exposed against anyone, it's against mm. New Zealand. So Maybe. I actually think that he's going to go with someone a bit safer. But you know, I like think I think training. I think Warren has been sat there thinking that he'd love a player like Stuart Hogg in the Welsh backline. Yeah. Because he misses Shane. You know that Welsh team in 2011. I know I've said it before. Went so well because you had. A team full of really, you know, we were very, very physical. Jamie Roberts, John Davis, um, George North, all getting over the game line. And then you had this, you know, this box of tricks that is Shane Williams, that bit of uncertainty. And that's why we were such a much better side, is he would always keep the defence on their toes. So, you know, when you've just taken Roberts smashing it through the game line three times and you get back to your feet and you see Shane, you know, if you're if you're an open side flanker, I don't care whether you're... You know whether you're um, a Namibian open side flanker. In fact, that's Jack Berger. He's, He's a bloody good a player. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. You know, I don't care whether you're Jack Berger or bloody Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Whatever you are gonna, you're not gonna want to see Shane running at you. No. So he, I don't know. I think he looks at he looks at Stuart Hogg a little bit. He created so many tries, it. didn't he, Shane? As well, when you mm. when you look back, we were like at times even we you know we had lots of we had, we did have some 
some lots and lots of creative passages, but it was invariably it would pop, it would come down to a moment of brilliance from him. But he worked. He looked. He looked for the ball, didn't he? he got his hands on the ball so often. Well, Martin Williams says it a lot, doesn't he? He says when things are going badly, just look, look for up him. And look for Shane. Yeah, but he was he was there, wasn't he? Or well, he went looking for it. He um, but I hope we do go for for for, for Hog mm. something like that because he is just so exciting to watch. All right, then just to finish, one player we haven't done this for a few weeks, and this is my mate Colin's idea. Wish he was Welsh. Who have you seen during this tournament that you wish was a was a Welshman? Right. I've obviously been a big fan of Murray, but I'm I'm tipping Webb, aren't I? So I can't go with uh, can't go with him. I've really liked uh, Jones in the centre for uh, Hugh Jones. Yeah, yeah, for for uh, for Scotland. Great name as well on him, but I, yeah, he's, exactly. He'd slot right into the side. Wouldn't yeah, he? he's, he's impressed me. He's, he's he's a nice nice footballer, a nice player. Mm. Um, he isn't going to go, you know, he isn't going to go with the Lions, but he's um, he's he's been been a joy to watch. I think. Okay. What about yourself? I, I'm going to cheer Hog. Yeah. Oh, I'd, yeah. I mean, and again, we're not we're blessed that we've got Liam Williams, although we strand him out of the wing. But if I was going to push Liam Williams out to the wing for any player. That I've seen in the Six Nations, mm. it'd be Stuart Hogg. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just think he's so exciting. He's the kind of player that if he played for Wales, we would all be a hundred percent behind. I know, we'd yeah. just be yeah. banging the drum relentlessly because he is so exciting. The only other one I would potentially say is Finn Russell. Again, just love yeah. watching him play. Yeah, I can't argue. I mean, I love this Scotland side because it's got like a touch of the Wales 05s to it. Yeah, it it's has. kind of like you know, it's this just kind of offload and, free and, and look to play and free and easy it's so exciting and great to watch yeah yeah it is they, Finn Russell yeah he's been he's been superb isn't he mm. he's really his flat his passing is just exceptional yeah, isn't it's it his fantastic. range and um, I thought he'd be exposed a little bit in the Six Nations he just hasn't been yet, oh, has I he? Thought he, well yeah that, that one kick aside I think he's been uh, yeah. he's been absolutely terrific yeah alright mate well nice one That's uh, that kind of brings us to the end of part one as always let us know what you think at Attacking Scrum on Twitter facebook.com slash attacking scrum as if anyone types in facebook.com just search attacking scrum on your facebook app and you'll find us all right subscribe on itunes that way you'll get this podcast that we stay up really late once a week making you get that straight into your phone and uh, and if you like it leave us a review and um and we'll be sure to to give you a a shout out and part two is coming up very shortly Tons of fire on it, risks flaring, news of foemen near declaring, to heroic deeds of daring, call you Harlech Men. Sports Social Podcast Network.